welcome back to the Marketing Wellness Podcast. My name is Roxanne Ray. And I am Mandy Summers. And we are so excited for another episode. We have something that is really, really important to talk about today to help you grow your business. And these are things, we're going to be talking about things that are coming from experience, like real world life experience that we've been through in growing our businesses. We have been in business for a long, long time online specifically. And so we've gone and gone through the trenches. So I want to start this off by asking you, Mandy, specifically, what is your experience using tech tools to grow your business? I'm actually super excited that we're talking about this today because I feel like I'm probably like a lot of the people out there that might be listening where I've been an entrepreneur for a lot of years. I've been a stay-at-home mom trying to like start some sort of entrepreneurial business that I could run from home. And I actually know it's been 19 years because my daughter was born and then I started my first eBay business 19 years ago. And so I've been through like all the different phases of tech and um, using all these different platforms, WordPress, Squarespace, MailChimp, ActiveCampaign, uh, Constant Contact, Post My Party, ClickFunnels, LeadPages, ThinkIfic, ThinkIfix, like Teachable, Kajabi. I've tried them all. And the hard thing about trying them all is you're always pivoting. And in those pivots, it's almost like I always say when you move like to houses, it takes about a year of your life because you got to pack up, you got to move, and then you got to unpack. And I but feel like it's this. Why were you doing that? Why were you trying all these different programs? Well, because I couldn't find the right fit. It's like every time I started with something, it was like servicing a portion of what I needed. And that was the problem is Thinkific is a great membership site, right? But you have to then connect in some sort of email campaign and active campaign or constant contact or MailChimp, you know, they could be easy to get started with, but how do you integrate it? So everything is in one place. So for me, my experience in the first uh, 16 years of my business were feeling totally disheveled, disorganized, pulled in 25 directions, shiny object syndrome, because I was trying to find something that brought them all together. So Roxanne, tell us about your experience, because I actually think you probably had a different experience than I did. Just a little bit. I would say for me, my experience really started when I started my marketing agency back in 2016, where I was looking at all these different tech tools from a client perspective, right? Not just for me, but like, what can I use for my clients? Started with WordPress, building WordPress websites for clients and all the different plugins and all the craziness that comes with that and then extended to email marketing because at the end of the day at the very least you need a website with email marketing. I think that's like the foundation of online business. And so I worked with Constant Contact, Active Campaign, MailChimp. I actually learned during this time that Active Campaign does not allow you to put to like promote affiliate programs and they will no warning just shut down your Active Campaign account and you lose access to all your contacts. So you get a 20,000 grid tax. Gone. Over Gone. That's so wild. Well, I also learned, I, I had a MailChimp account that MailChimp doesn't allow network marketers. And it's, and once again, same type of a thing where you could be building a list, but if you are in network marketing, they will pull the plug and then everything's gone. So these are things that like, I just didn't know. And there's reasons why, like, you know, with because of how emails delivered and things like that, which is why they have these types of rules that come up. But that actually is one of the reasons why you should be good at tech to know these things so that you have a higher deliverability rate and you have full access to your clientele. It's not just like a borrowed space. Well, 
going along those lines, so I had experience with lead pages, click funnels, call rail, call loops, live broadcasts. These are more enterprise level solutions for clients. But I had to learn how to use those by going to YouTube and reading blog posts and just like in Facebook groups, people talking about things, right? It's like you had to source this information to learn how to plug it all together and make it work. And it wasn't until moving to a solution that you can learn not just how to use the program, but also the strategy behind using the program and making sure all the things work together seamlessly, right? That is where we want everyone to get to. Because you had said, another conversation we had, it's a distraction. It's a complete distraction where I think earlier in this conversation, you said you felt really disorganized. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, for those who are listening, you probably feel the same thing. Because I know I felt the same thing. When I feel like my tech tools are all over the place and you're paying for all these different subscriptions and you don't really know, why am I using this? And why am I using that? What's this for? And I think someone told me once this is what I should be using this for, but like it's been three months and I have never touched it. Right. When that's happening, your business feels disorganized. Yes. You feel like you're, you're dropping the ball on something. It feels like something is missing. And really one of the things that I think is so important with getting our tech in line and feeling confident with it is that it enables us to be able to connect better. Ultimately, that's exactly what we're trying to do, especially when we're marketing wellness. That connection is so important. And so having that organization feeling like you are not having to be all places at once, right? Because I know for me, we've got thousands and thousands of people in our network marketing team, thousands of people on our list that are not in network marketing, We've got a lot of things going on. How can one person manage all of that? And and the the fact of the matter is, is you can't scale and grow without systems in place. And it's hard to implement those systems if you're having to zap all these things from all over, hoping that they connect and you have a list here and you have contacts there and, and all these things. And so let's talk a little bit about bringing it all together and how that can actually bring results. And why it's important to partner up with companies that actually have measurable results. Yes. I don't know. Can you talk about this? Because I know as an agency owner and you own, you know, a platform, you probably see this a lot where people pop up, you know, these platforms all the time with no credibility. Well, there's a couple of things happening. First, most of the people know the names you've said already. ClickFunnels, lead pages, constant contact, MailChimp. Those are the mainstream ones, and they're not really looking to innovate. They're doing their thing, and that's it. And there's smaller ones popping up that are less well-known, and some of them really, really good. Some of them, not so good. (laughs) And I think that's what you were alluding to, Mandy. (laughs) There's some that they pop up, and they claim, they talk a big game, they have good their own good marketing. But when you get into the platform or into the into their world, right, you sign up and actually start using what they have, you learn very quickly they don't know what they're doing. They don't understand the tech. They don't understand marketing foundational principles. I think that's really the core. They don't yes. understand that. And because they don't understand that, they can teach all the day long and produce beautiful templates and try and like figure out how really to utilize the platform. But without that foundation of like, anybody can start a course, right? Any of us could turn a camera on and create a course. 
And we've actually seen this recently where there's this course going around that a lot of people are buying into and then they can turn around and sell it. And the problem that I'm seeing, and a lot of people have come to me and said, okay, I have this course, but I've sold it to like three friends. How do I get it out there to the world, right? And that's the key is you have to be able to get it out there to the world. And without having that guidance of what it takes to actually market, a platform isn't going to do anything for you. Your tech is not going to produce anything for you unless you have that customer journey to take people through and you can systematically show them the way. People want to be told what to do. They want to be told what the next step is in their health journey, in their wellness, in their, uh, you know, how to find those solutions. And you probably have those solutions. In fact, comment below if you're like, yes, I have some, I ha I can help someone, right? But it's really tapping into the magic of marketing and helping to bring them into your world. So do you have any tips for that? Yeah, when it comes to marketing, it's like going to the foundations, going to the the laying that base foundation to make sure you have that in place. And number one of the things you have to have is understanding what are the pain points and what are the pleasure points of your ideal person? Like, who do you help? And we we think we know who we can help. Like, I'm saying from just a general perspective, people are like, oh, yeah, I know how I'm helping. And you're like, OK, who do you help? I'm like, well, they're female and like, OK, you just said a bunch of like, yeah, that's generic. You help. Yeah. So like, who do you help? And I always say go to the psychographics, meaning what are they interested in? What are their pain points? What are their pleasure points? What do they really want in life? So you have to understand that. And I could belabor this. There's tons of information out there on how to find that out. But you just have to get past female age 35 to 50. Right. Like, no. Well, one, one thing that I love doing with my students when we're trying to figure out who their ideal client is, is, okay, I do two things. The first thing is, I and I don't want this to take long, I want you to write down, if I were to come to you and say, Roxanne, I need you to speak in 10 minutes, you have to speak for 20 minutes minimum. I want you to write down the 10 topics that you could instantly talk about. So for me, it's like planning a party. I'm like, I could totally talk about that, right? <laughs> um, of course, essential oils. I could totally talk about that. But I also am very passionate. And like, if you put me on stage to talk about raising children, oh man, I could talk for five hours on that. And the psychology behind phones and social media. And like, I'm very passionate about a lot of these things. I could also talk about dinner and how to save money, you know, living on a small budget. But then also how I hate making dinner because I've been making it for 25 years. You know, like my face, you said dinner. I was like, I know. I don't like taking dinners. So what? Yeah. Where are we going? <laughs> I mean, I did a good solid 22 years of making dinner and... I've officially tapped out. Like my family knows I only cook like once or twice a week now. But it's something like that where you're like, uh, you, I want you to think right now, what are 10 things? If you're listening, if I were to say, Julie, Anna, like, I need you to go on stage and talk to this group of people about anything. What are you passionate about? Okay, now that you've got those 10 things, the next thing I like to do is I want you to go and put that into Google. I want you to type in gardening and you're going to see... Uh, you scroll down a little and you're going to see questions people ask. And those are the pain points. That's how you identify those pain points. It, it's like, how do I make a garden? And you're going to see a bunch of questions that come up regarding how to make a garden. And now you know what are, those are email topics, blog topics, real topics, video topics. Those are the things that people are asking about the things you're passionate about.
Yes. I love that. I actually saw someone talk about that as a method of figuring out what to create your TikToks about. Oh, cool. And it says so brilliant. So definitely write that down. That's what you should do if you're like, I don't know what to make content on. Have your topic, go to Google and see the, the questions. Yeah. Well, so once you find that voice, the goal then becomes getting that voice out to the world, which is really what we're talking about here in the tech that is required for that. I think when I first, even not, I can't even say first, up until three years ago, I was like, well, I'm producing things on YouTube, right? But without having a funnel, I can't capture their information. And then once I have that funnel, I also have to have an email system in place. And then after I have that email system in place, I want to be able to upsell and sell them something, bring them into that community, right? Like ultimately we're doing this to capture um, information and help improve people's lives for as an exchange of money, right? Like they give us money and we help to improve their lives in whatever way that you're um, doing that. And so it has to have that process. And when you have a solid tech system, it can be magic. Totally, totally. And you're actually bringing up a lot of things for me. You know, I just got off of a strategy call that I host once a month in Social Fox. And we had a lot of conversations about how to improve the marketing around your lead magnet. Or how to improve the marketing around bringing someone and launching a high ticket program, right? I mean, like those are core foundational marketing things you have to have as a business owner. And I know when we signed up to be business owners, we didn't think we'd have to be an accountant, uh, a manager, a leadership manager, a marketer, a salesperson. But in reality, if you're a small business owner, you're absolutely wearing all those hats and you have to figure it out. 100%. The resistance is what keeps us from expanding. You know, I don't don't know if you've ever experienced this. We're experiencing this right now with my course. I was just on a call yesterday with somebody. And the question that they asked was, what's keeping you from growing? And I, I, I sat there and I thought, oh, that's an interesting question. We've hit this cap, right? Like we, we, we like hit these metrics and, and then we'll kind of like level out. And then I have to figure out, What does it take to get to the next level? Like, what is that going to take? And often it means I have to up-level my tech stack. I have to up-level my offer. I have to up-level my marketing. And and that comes with time. Or even your mindset. Yes. Mindset is huge. Like, I had someone tell me once, I know we're going off on a tangent, but I just want to share this. I had someone once tell me, you can be so much more successful. And they didn't mean it condescendingly. They meant it as like, you're holding yourself back. Yeah. And this person is, is very close to me and I value their opinion. And it just hit me. I'm like, wow. You So you see what I'm capable of and you think that I'm holding myself back. And so then we have to ask questions. Why? Why am I holding myself back? Why can't I get to the next level? And it could be a little bit of fear of the unknown. Like, well, I don't know. I'm sure new problems and new challenges are going to present themselves when I get to the next level. And I, that's what I identified for myself. The reason I don't, you know, sometimes go to the next level in certain things is I'm like, oh, I know more challenges and different challenges I've never faced before are going to come there. And I'm just not mentally ready to deal with that. Totally. And I love that vulnerability, which actually makes me think through as I was going through all of my tech struggles in my business and I wasn't progressing with it. What ultimately started pushing the needle was partnering with you and Social Fox, which is a company that actually believes in their people. So like I would show up, I paid for all the things with ClickFunnels. It's a great company, all the things. But there wasn't anybody cheering me on, right? Like, and not that I need a ton of people cheering me on, but I'm going to show up 
to these calls and give it all that I got. And, and having that emotion of, yes, I believe in you is so powerful instead of just showing up and, and being a part of a robot, right? Like uh, automated chat and like automated service, like having that in-person, like live contact, I think is huge. And that's really shifted for me because a lot of times we sit there stuck for hours on end trying to figure something out and not having those resources to help you connect all the dots right? We got to connect all the dots. There can't be a gap in the system. Like if we're bringing leads in and then we're doing nothing with them, they literally stop. If yeah. we bring leads in and we're emailing them, but we're not offering something, they have stopped progression. And so like having a system that can do that for you is crucial. Totally. Totally. And I want to kind of bring up a topic that I think a lot of people, they probably struggle with because I know I've seen it. I've seen it firsthand where you want to have the most beautiful, perfect website, front page, yes. like all the colors, all the graphics, all the beautiful things. And you put it out to the world and nothing happened. Did you ever- This was so me. <laughs> yes. This was 100% me. So, okay. We actually have to tell this story. So I actually found Roxanne while I was using ClickFunnels and I had joined your Thrive Academy just for uh, backstory for everybody. And I had my ClickFunnels like I had gone through their, their program. I'd pay thousands of dollars and I had created what I thought was the most gorgeous, beautiful, aesthetically pleasing funnel. It was amazing. And it was and, beautiful. And I started like trying to use it and it wasn't converting. So I sent it to you and I was like, Roxanne, can you just like go through this? Tell me what I need to change. And okay, everybody listening, this was hilarious. She was so kind because you know how Roxanne is. She's like so super sweet and kind. And she was like, okay, this is so great. Like, you know, here's what I would change. And then and then it just like kind of came out. It is a mile long. So like, I'm not sure like people are going to get through all of this because if you've ever been on a ClickFunnels page, you know it goes on and on forever, which can be valuable at times. But for what I needed, it literally just needed to be short and condensed and instantly started converting. Like, so that aesthetically pleasing with all the right things, like, you know, a lot of times people will say they'll, they'll be stuck on in this perfection. And I really try and reside in, you know, perfect is good, done is better. Like, let's get this done. It doesn't have to be complicated. It should not take you three months to launch a funnel. No, no. And I think the biggest thing I want people to help or help people understand who are listening and watching is that your funnel pages and your website pages, the first focus should always be conversion. And what do we yeah. like? What does that mean? Because some people might like what conversion. What does that mean? Meaning people who go to that page convert into a lead for your lit. Okay. Now, not every person that goes is going to convert into a lead. That's just never going to happen unless you just, I don't know, the the stars align. But really, you're shooting for at least a 20% conversion. So every 100 people that land on that page and view it, 20 of those should become a lead. Convert. So that is the focus, conversion. And so if you hear any of these other uh, programs or companies really promoting, oh, on our system, you it's be design template my first question would be how what is the conversion rate of these templates yes a hundred percent like how are they converting what have you done become exactly how many people so okay how many people have used these templates and have actually got customers from them yes because i would probably bet the majority of them have not because that's what they're selling on they're simply selling on the beauty of them 
not yeah. the fact that you have to focus on conversions. Right? I mean, we're all in business to help people, number one, but also make money. Otherwise, it's a charity. It's it's just like a yeah. hobby. And so I want to make sure anyone who is doing anything online, they understand that conversions is first so that you can get those sales. So you can keep doing what you're doing and helping more and more people. Yeah, 100%. And I'll tell you that with me personally, I, you know, I have a YouTube channel. When I was using ClickFunnels, I was creating a new funnel for every single lead. Every video I created, I had like the, a new lead magnet. What? It was great. I literally had like 80 lead magnets. It was oh, insane. I had no idea. Mandy. Oh my goodness. And then I, I joined the Thrive Academy and you're like, uh, you just need one. And I, so I, I was like, how can I just have one? Like, are you, I have to have one for every video, but there's so much value in creating that one because it's one and done. I have been using the same lead magnet for three years now, and it consistently brings every single day I get leads off of that from my YouTube channel. That's it. I'm not running ads. I'm not doing anything. And it is exactly what Roxanne was saying. Super simple, because a lot of times we'll take a, a funnel page like I was doing with ClickFunnels, and I was distracting them with so many different things. That's what a website is. A website is choose your own adventure, shiny object all over, check it out. You like see everything about the life, but a funnel has one purpose to convert them to what you like, what the next step is in the journey. And so it, when you shorten that, you can suddenly capture that information. Plus you don't have to sift through. Like I actually, last week I, I clicked on a funnel somebody else's and I was like how do I sign up for this like why can't I find where to put my information in right make it simple make it simple for them to to put their information in well and the other thing about this too is that I think the statistic is like 60 to 70 percent of people view websites on a mobile phone now yes you can't have this crazy designed funnel on a phone it just doesn't work it's extremely distracting there's too many things going on you're just like you trying to just find where you can opt in. So to me, simple is better with conversion, specific tactics employed to get that convert. Yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to cause your ideal customer to get, you know, gamer thumb where they're just like scrolling and, scro you know, like, yes, keep it simple. Make it so simple for them to put their information in, go through that gate to get to the next portion of your customer journey. And this can be done with like beautiful tech. Now, I, I know at the beginning I started out and I was like, oh yeah, I've used all the programs. They like, I was never able to fully integrate them all together. Like there was a, right before I met you, Roxy, I was using ClickFunnels Waboto. So ClickFunnels was my funnels. Wavoto was my website. Thinkific was my membership site. Um, Active Campaign was who I was doing emails through. I mean, I was looking at like eight or nine hundred to a thousand dollars a month with all the subscriptions that I had. And the problem was is they weren't converting because all of these have different like contacts, 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 right? And you're having to zap them to all the different places and did they make it each place? So when I finally brought them all into Social Fox, my brain cleared up, right? Instead of feeling stressed all the time like trying to I felt like I was trying to hold all these glass plates in the air and at any moment everything was gonna fall and that feeling was actually probably emotional like having that kind of stress on yourself as a business owner where you are all the things is unnecessary with with what we have available today so anyways I I'm so grateful I'm so grateful that I met you and that like I got on social Fox and like just to show metrics before I had everything in one place, I was not getting leads 
hardly ever on YouTube. Now I get them every day. I had not hit seven figures in one year. I have now. Like there are huge metrics that come when you can organize and bring everything together. Totally. Totally. And I just want to say, you know, I, it probably sounds like you're just totally bashing on design. I'm not saying we have to have ugly funnels. That is right. absolutely not what we're saying. We're just saying the focus should first be on the conversion. And then, of course, you bring in some design elements, but they need to play nice with the fact that you're trying to get a lead. That's right. It. I love it. But yeah, so I'm awesome. so thankful I met you too, Mandy. Like our lives, it's just, it's, it's been a, a blessing on both sides. So I'm just so thankful for you. Yeah. A hundred percent. Well, we hope that you've enjoyed this episode of Marketing Wellness with Roxy and Maddie. We hope to see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening and go ahead and subscribe if you found value in it. See you next time. <laughs>